0: Welcome to Origin Gates weekly podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Teresa Bowen, sharing an insight of the day. We are continuing on in the house of Joseph, and we're going to concentrate on the Pleiades, 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 and Orion. All right, so the Pleiades is the congregation of the judge, or abundance, the center, yeah, um, the galactic center, I like to call that one, high as a mountain, in the mountain, abundance, multitudes, bound together, collected together, the light, the weakened, the center, the foundation, established, a vortex being rolled, Um, We have many Hebrew roots for the Pleiades. Um, Pei Lamed Lamed is one, and Yod Resh He is another. So the group called the Pleiades is perhaps the best known of all the constellations. It is a spot of dim light in which ordinary eyes can distinguish six stars. By some, more are discerned, and by the telescope, still more and more as its powers are increased. Greek tradition tells us that there were originally seven stars distinctly seen, but at the time of the Trojan War, one disappeared, going off like a comet towards the North Pole. Um, this group is figured as seven in the mansions of the moon of Indian astronomy. Though in the story concerning the daughters of Kartik are said to be but six, thus indicating the Indian astronomy to be more ancient than their mythology. In the Greek fable, the seven stars were called the daughters of Atlas and (laughs) Plion, Atlas may mean high pleion is a multitude four of the names given to the daughters also mean multitude abundance as does their oriental name al thuraya two others mean that which fails the seventh and most remarkable alcyon is the base the foundation the center it will be seen that in these names there is no allusion to the number seven those who gave them to this group of stars saw them to be a multitude the names signifying multitude seem to have been given the whole constellation in the oriental dialects that of the pleiades by which it is known um, to the western nations conveyed the same meaning The star which disappeared seems to have been changing or growing dim when the names Merope and Asterope were given. Was an Arabic name either of the Pleiades or their brightest star transmitted by Ulu B from early Um, Arabian astronomy is the center. It thus testifies, like that of Alcyon, to the knowledge of the first astronomers of long lost but lately recovered facts, that in this group, in the center of that astral system of which our sun forms part of the Latin name, Vergile, centre of the revolving, contains the same reference, if explained by its primitive roots. The ancient Greek name Alcyon, now so celebrated in the annals of science, is evidently oriental origin, having the Arabic and Old Hebrew article Al prefixed to its root Sion, centre. Its meaning center, foundation, anticipates one of the greatest achievements of modern astronomy. The discovery that to this point, this center gravitates the whole magnificent arrangement of stars called the galaxy to which our sun belongs. The latent, long-overlooked meaning of these names exists in the dialects of the countries in which it is allowed astronomy had its birth. A most important sanction is thus afforded to the explanation which attributes to the name of astronomy a significant, far beyond the idle tales of Indian, Egyptian, Greek, and Latin mythology, a significant discoverable by the primitive roots they contain and connecting them with the prophecies recorded in the Holy Scriptures. Wow. Wow, wow. And this, again, I'm reading from the Maseroth or the Constellations by Francis Ralston, if you're interested in getting that. I got it on Amazon. So remember in the book of Amos, uh, he mentioned uh, the Pleiades, Arcturus, um, which is Ursa Major and Minor, the, the called the Great and Lesser Bear, or the uh, Big Dipper and Little Dipper, as we're commonly known here, maybe throughout the earth, I don't know, and Orion. Um, so now uh, I'm going to read you some things about Ursa Major and Minor, just because it's kind of Mentioned in the book of Amos, and we're going to continue on here. It's been remarked by Oriental scholars that the Arab astronomy abounds with allusion to cattle, but without observing that, the camel, the peculiar possession of the desert tribes, does not exist among the emblems. Only once, if at all, does even the name occur among the more obscure names of minor stars as it is said to do in Cancer, or also known as the tribe of Issachar, were um, proof needed that astronomy did not originate in Arabia. This circumstances would afford it. The cattle with which the nomenclature of the stars abounds are the lamb and the kid of sacrifice, the flock of the shepherd, the sacrificial lamb and the bull of the zodiac where the western nations still behold them but besides these are the magnificent emblems of the greater and lesser sheepfolds with their sheep long obscured by fable fable and misconception of the names by which they were originally distinguished names perverted by the greeks and romans but still to be traced in the records of oriental astronomy Most people know the remarkable constellation never setting to European um, climes called by the great bear, by others, uh, the plow or Charles Wayne. In reference to the starry host, the book of Job mentions Ash saying, canst thou guide Ash and her offspring where the English has Arcturus and his sons? Accordingly to the confessedly imperfect Greek translation of this most ancient and difficult book, it is not, however, far wide of the real meaning in this place as Arcturus, though not in the same constellation, appears to lead or govern the three stars where we still find the name benet ne- Neash, the Daughters of Ash, the Assembled, the Arabs still call this constellation Al-Nayash, or Ana-Ash, the ordered or assembled together as sheep in a fold. The ancient Jewish commentators on um, Job say that Ash is the seven stars of the great bear. In the three stars miscalled the tail, where we find the name Benet-Tanesh, Nash, is also Mizar, a guarded or enclosed place. Another name <clears throat> excuse me, is Alioth, the ewe or she-goat, near which is the star celebrated in modern astron- astronomy. al Khor, the lamb, in Arabic also Siyah, the lamb, where the small star is now um, ascertained to revolve, to circle round the large one. Soar or core originally means to go round as the lamb remarkably does in the joy of its young existence. The name in this place must suggest the inquiry whether modern discovery were not known to these antediluvian astronomers. The perfection of whose organs of sight formed to last a thousand years might show much that telescopes have shown to their short-lived descendants. Ha. Among the other names in this constellation, El-Akola also is a fold. Fahad is a watched or guarded place. Dubi, um, D-U-B-H-E, in Hebrew, let me see, yeah, in Hebrew, a she-bear is still written on our globes. In Arabic, Duba is cattle. And in Hebrew, Daber is a fold, either of um, which might be easily mistaken for dubay by the Greeks and understood as a bear. There is no figure of a bear in the Egyptian planisphere, nor was there in the... Persian and Indian spheres with which each had three maidens, no doubt the daughters of Ash. Interesting. So when you know these truths and they try to give um, the star names uh, over to different cultures, we know that Adam, Enoch and Seth created what we call astronomy and, put the constellations, um, named the constellations, Yahweh put them in, in the sky, and Adam, Enoch, and Seth created, or named them, and created what we call astronomy, or the constellations, all right, ah, let's see, hmm, All right, Orion the Splendid, coming as light, the most brilliant and striking constellation in the starry heavens, has been claimed by the pride of man from Nimrod um, to Napoleon, who almost equally extensive empire won by the sword was dashed from his grasp, his empire smitten, though not unto death, by. Predicted wound from the sword of the late resisting Europe. Where is their glory? Where are they now? Those kings of nations who said in their hearts, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. Isaiah 14 verses 13 and 14 where meanwhile the starry emblem of the mighty one who was and is to come looks down in dazzling and undiminished luster on their moldering dust long before nimrod had founded the first worldly monarchy of bloodshed and oppression whose ruins now being uh, disinterred tell of its ancient tyranny and utter destruction this heavenly memorial of prophecy had been consecrated to the glory of a king who shall rule in righteousness, whose kingdom shall have no end. The names annexed to the constellation, the mighty one, the prince, the ruler, no doubt suggested the original assumption of it as imaging the first temporal monarch and the early assumption suggested that of later years. Whew! That puts it into... um. Proper order, doesn't it? The book of Job mentioned is twice made of Chesil, translated, and generally considered to be the constellation Orion. But as the words occur in plural, Chesilim in Isaiah chapter 13, verse 10, and there is but one Orion, this name must have a different intention. It always, however, is attributed to Orion, and in its radical meaning of bound together Well applies to the nebula, thus the plural, so remarkable in this constellation, stars bound together by the all-pervading law of gravitation. From this most ancient name and from that of Misam assembled, applied to other nebula, it appears to those who gave them uh, saw that Lord Rosé's great telescope has only lately made plain to modern science those ancients knew that these white clouds of light in the far depths of space were assembled orbs bound together by the universal law of our universal lord